Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus the fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Google, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Here we go, it's 501. Hello, it's Friday, almost a summer Friday. We call it a spring Friday, whatever you call it, that's fine, too. The Eddie Scazzeri, hello, and Al, Chris Dukes, what's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, it is a uh, Friday, almost a summer Friday, almost. as you said. And a warning to people, today is April Fool's Day. Don't be fooled by your stupid co-workers. First time in 20-something years I didn't get the reminder from Mark Chernoff. Right, Mark Chernoff was very big on uh, not doing April Fool's jokes on the air. That's right, nothing stupid. He thought it was uh, we were going to be breaking FCC rules and regulations, doing something stupid. We never did. We never did. That's hacky, Jerry. And we don't do hacky things here. Well, sometimes we do hacky things here, but we try not to do <laughs> we try not to do hacky things here, Jerry. By the way, I just heard that uh Giannis and Tempeta Kupo or however you want to call yep, him. Yep. He broke a Kareem Abdul Jabbar's record uh, for the Bucks though. Correct. What did not, he play? What did Kareem play there a year? No, nah, I don't I mean, actually that dude was a Laker, Jerry. He, he was skyhooked. He played with Magic Johnson. He was also, as I'm watching this uh this, this show on uh HBO Max, yeah. he was also a deep heck. Kareem was? He was again, I don't know how the the portrayal's real or not. Yeah. What a rude SOB though. Is he the first guy that ever did the sky hook, Jerry? Uh, he's the first guy I know that did it. I'm but, not, and no I one would, does it anymore. Uh, no one does it Why? anymore. I'm sure that was done. For years, and just same way they shoot underhand back in yeah. the day, uh, underhand free throws back in the day. 
But yeah, no one does it anymore. And I don't know why no one's ever tried to perfect it since. It's indefensible. Yeah, when I would play a street ball, Jerry, in the mean streets of Colonia, New Jersey, I would skyhook it all the time, man. I was like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Six years in Milwaukee for Kareem. Six years? Not one. All right. But, I don't know. really see him as a Laker, though. Well, yeah, because his next 16 were in L.A. Oh, 16 years. That's why I Pretty see him much. as a Laker, Jerry. Skyhook. No one does it. No one does. Now they do, the little, they do the little jump hook now. Jump hook shot? Yes, little jump hook. So you don't think you could defend the sky hook? I don't because of where the ball – first of all, you got both shoulders in the line between the ball and the rim. And yeah. the defender, you can't get over the top of that. You know that dude on Purdue that's tall that you were telling Zach me about? Eady. Zach Eady. But he's awkward and uh, like I watched him. Not the most athletic. Not the most – that dude should learn how to skyhook, change his game. That would probably change be, the game. Probably be drafted in the NBA. I think he'll play in the NBA anyway because he's you seven do? foot four. Yeah, well, he's he seven. Someone will. Someone will sign him. He didn't even start those games. You were telling me that he started not every even, game. Well, who was the other guy that wasn't a starter? Trevion Williams. Oh, he came off the bench. Probably a better player. I see. But Edie started. Yeah, that guy's tall. Yeah, he needs to skyhook it. It's a big boy. Yeah, so uh, just to be aware of your uh, silly April Fool's jokes, Jerry. And uh, now let me ask you this. Are We're the... off Giannis already? What's that? We're off Giannis? Yeah. Okay. Because he broke. Like, if you told he me also he broke. He played a great game last night. If you told me he broke Akrim Abdul-Jabbar's historical record. No, no, I'm okay. with you. I, no, I I'm, I hear what you're saying. I mean, come on. Who else was even on the Bucks? But he historically he, he played so well last night. But go ahead about Giannis. April yeah, and beat down the, uh, your, Giannis the Brooklyn last, Nets. He didn't beat them down. They won well. overtime, and the Nets were up by nine <laughs> with three minutes to go. And they that's blew not a it. beat down, Jerry. That was not. A we beat have down. different definitions. That was not a beat down. But go ahead. So April Fools. Uh, are the Mets possibly April Foolsing? I us, don't Jerry? think so because this came out on April on March thirty first. Oh, okay, that uh, Jacob Degrom's hurt already. Shocker. This is, like, tiresome. It's so dumb. I don't even care. Like, I'm more manly than Jacob deGrom. I have to be. You don't do anything. Exactly. And I'm never hurt, Jerry. And I'm 52. You are not. I work out. Boomer actually wondered if you had a vagina last week. Well, that was rude. (laughs) (laughs) Very rude. Well, I didn't say it was rude or not, but he did wonder aloud on the show. I have a schween. I I do not have a vagina. I I don't know that we can call you more manly. Than anybody I that am. plays professional sports. I'm more manly no, than Jacob not. DeGrom. No, you're not. I work out, and I'm 52. I don't ever get hurt. You do six arm curls, and then you take a break and go eat your chicken. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I also do some chest presses, then eat more chicken. Right. <laughs> when you say work out, put quotes on that. <laughs> I am sick of Jacob DeGrom. It's a lot. Let's I, trade him. I couldn't believe Outta it. Here. When I woke up this morning... The first tweet I saw was from Evan. Now, I fell asleep in the third quarter. Then I try, really wanted to watch the whole game last night, but I couldn't. I fell asleep in the third quarter. First thing I did when I woke up, uh, let's see if they held on. Let's see if they won the game. Okay, great. They lost in overtime. And then I see a Evan Roberts tweet. The Nets are going to freaking blow this and Jake's hurt. I'm like, what? He didn't even pitch yesterday. No, it's just dumb. So, I mean, whatever. What? The whole thing is Go stupid. ahead. You were about no, to I mean, say something. You were shoulder say tightness that. from long toss? Right. Get lost. What? Get lost. And now, 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 he might go out there and throw five innings today. Don't know. Yeah, but that, well, here's what you do know. It's April 1st. This is going to happen all it year very long. Well long. It very well and might. It very well might. I'm not going to get all up in arms about you it. You can't. There's nothing you can do. Right, because guess what, Jacob They got DeGrom. Max Scherzer. That's what. Yeah, he'll get hurt too. This Max is just, Scherzer. I don't know if Max is, Scherzer gets hurt like Jacob DeGrom does. He goes down the Mets now. He'll get hurt. <laughs> this is what every year. 
we've got so much pitching. They didn't even get to the first series and guys get hurt. First so game, silly. forget the series. Right, first game, Jerry. How about get out of spring training? Just get lost. I hear you. Seriously. It's a lot. It is, so it's dumb. very tiresome. And I don't know. Maybe we just hear too much. Tell That's us part when of someone it. goes on the injured reserve list or injured list. Well, I do think the information is too much in yeah. every regard because you hear about every fingernail, every bump, every bruise. The And to Boomer's point, the managers talk twice a yeah, day, stop. every day during the season. We don't need to know everything. We don't. I completely agree. It's It's way too much information. If he's missing a game, tell me that morning. Oh, well, he's not going to pitch. If he goes on the injured list, by the way, why isn't it not the DL list anymore? I know that that's changed. Why? Uh, I I don't know the answer to that. I I was I that a politically I, correct thing I that you can't was. say disabled I list? It, I believe it was because they're not really disabled. I believe it was. Wow. And now it's the wow. injured list. The yeah. IL they call it mm-hmm. now. Exactly. If someone's going on the IL, then I'm interested. Yeah, well, Just you're going to know... be interested next week when he doesn't make the start opening day. Oh, if that, if great. if if that is the case, you know, it's, here's what's great about it. I don't know if anybody's even thought about this yet. I love the if he can't pitch. I love this. That means Max Scherzer yes. will be the opening day starter. What does that also mean? That the Apple TV. hey Apple TV stick it where the sun the sun don't shine. Yeah, you can have Carlos cry, which is fine, but you're not getting Max Scherzer right. against the Nationals. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Right, which means we would get Max Scherzer with uh, Gary, Keith, and Ron, that's which everyone exactly wants. Right. That's not too bad, is it? And as Jerry, they say that's not too shabby. That's right. So we shall see. We'll, see? we'll find out a lot today. What do you mean? Well, if he pitches today, oh. then we know it was really nothing, and he just he's a hypochondriac. That you know, anything he anytime he feels anything. Uh, uh, but if he's out there, good. Otherwise, he's getting an MRI. Right. This is what they're saying. Is that where you go in the tube? Yes. And they do your whole body? They can. Or they're just, but do, can they just, I have never had an shoulder? MRI, so I don't, I don't know, but I do know that's the tube. Why do people get upset being in the tube? Because it's it claustrophobic. You're very, it's very tight. Yeah. And you can't move for the length of the test. Yeah, it's believe. called a nap. If you can sleep through it, it's also very loud and annoying. My son, who's had several of them, passes out. Right. No problem. Then I have other people in my family that freak out and don't. Boomer doesn't, right? He hates no, an he MRI. Like it. So he has to get the stand-up MRI. Not equal for everyone. I don't know why we all don't do those. Seems so right. much simpler. With so much, maybe it doesn't get as good an image. Uh, perhaps. Or I don't maybe know. Maybe some though. people like me, like your son, we just like to relax when we get our MRIs and lay down. That could be too. That could be too. Just just get a nice sleep in. We also don't sleep, so it's very easy for us to fall asleep in those <laughs> That's days. true. By the way, there's a homeless gentleman uh, sleeping in our revolving door this morning. Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that take you by surprise? It did. Yeah, that, me did too. that did catch me <laughs> off guard. Now, we go through a, a, at that time of the morning, they don't use the revolving doors. But during normal business hours, those revolving doors get. I Huge. hope someone doesn't go to leave through the revolving door and doesn't see the gentleman. And then my guess is he'll be asked to move on before they unlock those doors. Yes. All right. I was concerned when I saw that this morning. I did give Gio a heads up. I said, just FYI, there's a homeless man sleeping in our uh, revolving door. Nice. Do you remember that song? uh, Ladies come, ladies go by my revolving door. I don't. Come back for more. I'll play it coming out of the break, Jerry. Can't wait. That by the revolvers? Uh, I forget who does that, but I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it going. I'm going to get her done, Jerry. Get her done.
You're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what other news do I have, Jerry? I have I some hope other something because uh, we got fifty minutes to go. Fifty more minutes? You're kidding. <laughs> I had Jacob Degrom slotted for forty-five of those. <laughs> I'll talk about Degrom. That's fine. No, no, no. Uh, what do you make of this Brian Cashman situation, Jerry? Uh, this it, embarrassing. That's what I make. That's of what it. I felt. Yeah, embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. And the fact that he's going to, unless somehow, some way. This conversation was portrayed and taken out of context. But looking at the quotes, I don't know how it can be. It's embarrassing. He uh, Brian Cashman said that he's kind of sick of people saying that the Yankees haven't uh, won a World Series since 2000. Been in the World Series. Been in the World Series since 2009. And he blamed the uh, cheating Astros for, uh, not, for the Yankees not getting in the year that they cheated. Mm-hmm, right. He says, uh, cheating Astros, I get offended. This is Brian Cashman speaking. I get offended when I start hearing we haven't been to the World Series since '09 because I'm like, well, I think we actually did it the right way. The only thing that derailed us was a cheating was a cheating circumstance. Wrong. You know what derailed you? One run in game one, one run in game two, one run in game six, shutout in game seven. That's a great offense, isn't it? That's terrible, Jerry. Now, he's not wrong. What the Astros did was wrong. To me, whatever. But I understand you want to be angry about it. They didn't score any runs. Stop. I wish you were talking to him. You would have said that, right? I sat face. here with Boomer through the whole thing, and all we did was complain about the Yankee offense. So, yeah, all right, so the Astros cheated. We got it. Fantastic. They didn't score. Last time I checked, it's hard to win a game when you score one, two, three, three runs in four games in Houston. Yeah, just ask Jacob Stop. DeGrom and Johan Santana in their years break. with the Mets. Honestly, it's uh, I could not believe those quotes when I read them. I like this, too. He goes, I'm past it now, but it does bother me. If, if you're past it, then it doesn't bother you. He's not past it. He's Clearly, gonna, he's not past what it. What if he went to therapy to get past it? He might need Cognitive therapy. Cognitive behavioral therapy. And and not for nothing, too, be careful, because you got this letter that's going to be yes. revealed this week. Now, my guess would be, and I hope this is the case, that there's nothing in it. If that's the case, I don't know why they were trying to block it so badly. Um, But you put these quotes out there. If there's something that the Yankees were doing, and I'm not even getting into what Russo was talking about, because I know that one, not viral, but that was all over the place yesterday, at least in the New York feed, Twitter-wise, in terms of the Yankees in the 2000s with the quote-unquote steroid allegations and all sorts of things like that, and we know certain guys were caught, fine. You've got that already. Now you've got this letter that's going to be revealed, you had an offense that spit the bit in that series horribly, and you're going to sit there and say the only reason you didn't make the World Series was because the Astros were banging a freaking garbage can? That's right. Knock it off. I, it, I can't take it. Brian buddy. Cashman sucks. Well, Brian I'm Cashman not sucks. saying that, but God. What Boomer just said. Horrible. Just hard. I mean, to even make those comments. Yeah. Three runs in four games from that vaunted Yankee offense. You, Three runs. You say it, Jerry. God. Uh, now, did they have a garbage can for the pitchers, too? I don't think so. No. I think they it was a hitter's garbage cans. Man. If you, eh, whatever. No, I remember right. I remember going through that with Boomer that, that fall. And I remember saying, and I'm, I'm pulling up pulled the, the scores just to refresh myself. And I remember after they lost the first two games, they lost 2-1 and 2-1. And I remember saying, if they're not going to score more than a run a game, they're not winning anything. And all right, they did well at Yankee Stadium, but they couldn't score in Houston. Ball game. You need to hit home runs. But that's score. Right. That's been the problem with the Yankees in the postseason since since whenever. 
that's what they're built for the regular season. You go up against good pitching then in the playoffs, and if you don't hit the home run, you do nuts. And that's what they've done for how many years now? Many years. Yeah. So that is interesting. You're right, Terry, that Brian Cashman calling the Astros cheaters, saying that that's why they didn't uh, go to the World Series. They scored very few runs. And there's a letter coming out, which should probably be next week. I think it's next week. Uh, about the Yankees cheating. And in 09, who was the who was the postseason MVP, or at least the World Series MVP? Mm, give me a team. The Astros? No, the, the Yankees. <laughs> oh, the Yankees? <laughs> When they beat the Phillies in the World Series. It was uh, a hitter. It was A-Rod. A-Rod. And what did we find out about A-Rod? An A-bomb from like, A-Rod. How can you, he with a roids. straight face, give those quotes? When the two... And I love A-Rod. I do. Me too. What he did... I'm not apologizing. I'm not I'm not saying it's okay. None of that stuff. But it that's tainted, no? Yes. It's oh, tainted love. Lord. You can't do. You can't say these things. When you've got that in your past. I tell you, if this letter says anything, oh, my gosh. Oh, the Astros are going to go crazy. Oh, and Yankee fans, Yankees. too, should. Yeah, but the Yankees will be like, we knew the Astros oh, were okay. cheating, so we cheated also. No, but I'm saying I would think a self-respecting Yankee fan, if anything co- See, the thing about the whole illegal substances yes. and all that, so many guys were doing it. Uh, I, I, don't, I hate it. I don't like it. And... If the Yankees are going to sit there and complain about this, well, you kind of did something not similar, but something, right? you know. you cheaters. Yes, that was not proper as well. If something comes out on this letter, I would think a self-respecting Yankee fan might just, as Craig would say, zip their lip and shut up. Zip your lip. Yes. Eddie's telling me Hideki Matsui was the MVP. My mistake. What I, was, uh, I apologize. I up. What, was, <laughs> what did A-Rod? A-Rod was the postseason MVP or something? He was something, Jerry. Matsui was what? The World Series MVP? Find out what A because A Rod's postseason was ridiculous. He carried yeah, them. Yeah, I do recall that. Through the, the twin series. He was he was like a one man show. So the whole th- I mean, whatever. I love A Rod. And A I did too. From A Rod. And his last season, call it which was fun. You know, right. when he was kind of old and thought he was yes. washed up and he played quite well. So and then remember his remember his retirement game? It was sunny in City Field at Yankee Stadium. It was, it was <laughs> yeah, like a clouds. I was at City Field that night. I'm like, what's going on at Yankee Stadium? It was beautiful. It was so strange. It was like the Munsters, how the Munsters car always had <laughs> yes, the thunderstorm. That black cloud them. was yeah. following him. Eddie, I do apply. I didn't mean to tell you to shut the F up. I'm sorry. Right, it's early. Uh, it's 5, not only 18. 5 17, 18. You got my point. That's all. Uh, anyway, 5 18. We're just getting started. We are. When we come back. Al's got more because we've got 40 more minutes to go. More sports. And then Boomerang Geo on the fan. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
is a song I was singing before, Joe. Never heard it. Crazy Town. Now ladies come, ladies go, I'm a revolving dough. Some ladies never come back, most come back for Who sings this? Crazy Town. Don't know yet. Two quickies for you. One, this was A-Rod's 2009 playoffs. 365, six home runs, 18 RBIs. Nice. That's pretty freaking good. I know the World Series, as I'm looking, which I was reminded, yeah, about a 250, but 365 for the playoffs, pretty good. And that was, the two of you can remind me, the 09 World Series, Yankees-Phillies, that was when we were in New Orleans, right? We were. For the one, I forget which game it was, when Boomer did the Monday night game, and yes. we watched that World Series game in that disgusting bar. Yes. Okay. And that was the trip Craig and I got a, um, a voodoo doll for someone that was pitching against the Yankees, I think. Okay. I don't know who it was for, but it didn't work. The voodoo doll didn't work that night Did, we were there. Well, I'm going to sound really stupid if I'm wrong. Didn't Pedro Martinez pitch in one of those games for the Phillies? That I don't know. No? Someone pissed. There was someone for the Phillies. I got. Now I'm going to lie. I don't think Pedro was ever with the Phillies. No? At the very so. end? You're probably right. Just Google it. I'm looking. Google. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. By the way, Jerry, uh, Yankees are going to have 21 games this season that are will be on Amazon Prime only. Okay. And you will need to be a Prime subscriber to see them. I did see this. They're mostly going to be on Friday nights. The Yankees also have two of those Apple TV Plus games in the first 12 Fridays that Apple TV Plus is doing stuff. So that's at least 20... Three games yeah, that uh, you will not be able to see your Yankees unless you have Amazon Prime or can figure out Apple TV Plus, which you should be able to do. Now, two things there. One, Pedro Martinez did make did pitch against the Yankees in the World Series for the Phillies. Is that right? He did, yes. Look at that. Um, tw- he actually took two losses in that series. The other thing, so... Because we are his daddy. So <laughs> shut up, Pedro. The, the whole thing with the Yankees and Amazon Prime, to me, not that big a deal, but it's annoying. It's annoying, that's all. Like, I like to, especially if you talk about whatever night. It's going to be on a Friday night, right? This is the Friday yeah, night. Friday package. nights. Like, when I sit down on a fr- any night and I'm watching the Mets, I'm back and forth. Mets go to commercial, I go to the Yankees. Yankees go to commercial, yep. I go to the Mets. And I'm, I'm all over the place. Now i got to hit the different stupid inputs yeah, that, on the you're TV. Not doing. It, it's a pain. It's that not is the a biggest, pain. It's not the biggest problem in the world, but it's it's annoying. Right. So, and uh, you know, there are going to be people that don't have, I don't know who, but there will be people that don't have Amazon Prime. And if they do have it, they might not get it on their TV like they might have it for shopping. Right. No one's watching a game. Let me rephrase that. Anyone over 45 is not watching a game on their computer. So it's, I don't know. You got to get your young grandson or granddaughter to come over and hook you up with your Amazon Prime and your Apple TV Plus. You're right, though. That like the what that is a thing that cable does have the quick yeah the back switching of channels or the last back button. buttons yeah yeah and everything's much quicker yeah, much quicker that's the one thing with the streaming that I've never liked when I, even when I had when we had PlayStation View yeah which I thought was great but even that was it's just I don't know right the, the, to get from one channel to the next like you're committing to watch that channel pretty much yeah pretty much and so now you're gonna have this Apple Plus you're gonna have the Amazon Prime. 
It's a little bit of a nuisance. It is a little bit of a nuisance. Again, bigger problems in the world. but Not a problem for me, though, Jerry, because on Friday nights I party anyway. It's my big good night of going out, so I don't really watch baseball. Do you make it to 9 o'clock on Friday night? (laughs) Friday nights, no. All right. That's your big night to go out. Saturday nights I do make it to 9. Saturday nights. You just said Friday night's your big night to go out, and you also just admitted you don't make it to 9 o'clock. Yeah, Friday night around 7.30, I'm like. 7.30? I guess I'll take the dog out for her final walk, and then... (laughs) I don't even make it to 2020 or Dateline normally, which I like to watch. Or the ninth inning. Or the ninth inning of a game, yeah. What we're talking about. Yeah. So, well, yeah, Friday nights could be difficult. Derek Jeter, Jerry's going to be honored at Yankee Stadium on September 9th. It's Derek Jeter Hall of Fame induction tribute night. Wonderful. And everyone goes home with a fake plaque. Everyone. They're giving away 50,000 I of believe these. everyone gets a fake plaque. Wow. Because usually the giveaways yeah. are the first 18 or 19,000 yeah, no, people. I think, I think this one everyone's getting. Because really? you know that's going to sell out. How about that? I could just be making that up. But I feel like I read that. <laughs> Jesus. I guess why? Because no one was able to go see Derek Jeter at his actual Hall of Fame induction because of uh, COVID. Right. So they're going to do it. I like that idea of doing it at the stadium. It's going to be packed, Jerry. Of course it's going to be packed. Why wouldn't it be packed? Oh, it'll be packed. Let's see. Hall of Fame induction night. So it will not be everybody. Oh, come but, on. But, but they're giving away a lot of them. How many? First 40,000. All right. So that's a big number. Usually it's the first 18, 19, yeah. maybe 20,000. And he's throwing out the first. They're playing the Rays. And he's throwing out the first pitch? Yeah. That's cool. How about that? I did see a picture of him recently. He putting on a little weight. Little well, he's bit. not playing as much. Right. And he's getting older, Jerry. He's, he's pr- a father. Right. And they say all the, the levels come down September 9th. I'm surprised. They're doing this on a Friday night. I would think you would save that for a Tuesday night. Right. Maybe Just because they, you can pack in the on the stadium on a Tuesday night. Maybe they want to be sure that everyone comes out for Derek Jeter night. That could be, too. They don't Boy, want to embarrass think, themselves. Yeah, I, see, I guess there. I think too. I think a little bit more of the Yankees. I would think if you announce this today... Let's say a Wednesday night against the Angels, whoever, mm-hmm. the, even the Orioles. I would think Yankee fans would just go gobble up those tickets. That's their guy. That, that is their guy, their legendary guy. Also that night, uh, the Yankees will validate your parking and give you a Derek Jeter gift basket. Do not say things on your way out. that are false. No one's like getting Jeets. free parking. Like no one's Jeets. getting a gift basket. Like Jeets would do when... No uh, one's having relations with Derek Jeter. Stop it now. Remember there was the rumor that Derek Jeter would make women sign non-disclosure forms yeah. or like consent forms. Mm-hmm. You consent that I may make love to you this evening. Got that clean, Eddie? <laughs> oh my god! Could you sign here for consent? That way he and then he would he actually we would have a notary republic or a notary public. a notary republic just living in his uh, in his bathroom <laughs> in one of the rooms. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. notary public. Hey, John, <laughs> get out here. <laughs> Can you notarize this for me? This woman's <laughs> signing this, and I need your... And the, the guy would put the stamp on it. The guy would then, the notary public, would go back to his quarters, and then Jarek Jeter would make love, sweet, passionate love. If true, mm-hmm. talk about just ruining the moment. <laughs> well, then he would get back into the mood. Hey, baby, before we move any right. further. <laughs> the notary public, when he would leave the room, he'd dim the lights. <laughs> and get the wine glasses ready. I mean, the guy slides in from the couch, <laughs> stamps it, and then crawls back into his hole. <laughs> Here, baby, you got to sign right. this real quick. Right, Derek Jeter and the girl are making out on a couch. Then <laughs> 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 the notary public slides the paper to her. She signs. He stamps. He slides it back out. Green light. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't. Who knows if that uh, stuff is true? You think I, a guy like Derek Jeter would ever do a tell-all with that, with that no, stuff? No, no chance. No. Even when he's like sixty years no. old, hmm, that would be fun. No, he will never get any of the real information out of him because no women have even come out and said no anything. Never, never. I've never seen a guy that has had zero. Yeah. You, oh, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because I'm sure Eddie will correct me and then Martha. Oh, um, has there ever been an issue with him off the field that you can think of? Top of your head. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but if I ask you right now. He once uh, mugged an old lady in Central Park. <laughs> no, he never, he never mugged <laughs> I saw that in lady. the paper. No, he never mugged anybody. <laughs> Eddie, can you think of anything? No. Not a one. Yeah, not like a that's one. If you took him in that uh, that bad year draft, you could go bad decade draft. Right. And he'd be a complete zero. A zero. It's really something. Yeah. And for guy, a New York athlete. That guy did it right. A New York athlete bachelor. So it's not like somebody like you go Eli Manning. He was clean the whole time, but he was married. Well, that could be why, though. Right. You're single, too, so you're not running around on your wife and your kid. Well, I mean, Eli had that whole autographed game. He used. did, yeah, and that's true. Right. Was he do given a, Was he using actual game-worn jerseys and things? That's a good point. That to me, yeah, but to me, that is different. It, it that is. That was, was a real scandal. I... Because I don't even think these guys are aware of what they're yeah, signing, what they're not signing. I think that's more on the, for me, I think it's more on the agent. Yeah. And that whole non-disclosure thing, if it's even true, it was just a rumor, that could be perceived as bad or super smart. I think super smart. Yeah. It, it's worked. Mm-hmm. So it's just amazing that this he's been around. I know he's been in Florida for the last several years, but he's been around these parts for two decades and nothing. Right. What do you think he's doing now? Like right now? No, I think I, sleeping right now. Well, sleeping. But I mean, since he gave up the Marlin thing. Yeah. What does he do? I don't know. So that then that's one of the things in the Laker um, series that I'm watching is there's Pat Riley post playing and he's trying, he's 34 and he's just depressed like you can't believe it because it's the first time in his life he doesn't know what to do with himself. And it's like, not that Derek Jeter's 34, but what is he, 47, right? 48 and he's around my age, I think. Like, you're looking at the next 30 years, like, now what? Right, especially, like, when you're a player, your life is very regimented. 100%. Your traveling schedule, workout schedule, eating schedule. Everything. And then even when he goes to the Marlins, I am sure that was all day Oh, yeah. Work. When you're around the game, you're at the stadium, you have a quote-unquote job to go to. Yeah. And now you walk away, and now you're home with nowhere to go. I think Jeter's driving for Amazon in <laughs> the Tampa area. <laughs> your package is here. Listen, I always say the paint department in Home Depot. Yeah. Maybe he wants to drive for Amazon. <laughs> right. To each his own, Al. My Amazon, dri- my Amazon driver looks just like Derek Jeter. That would be cool. It would kill time. UPS man. It would definitely kill time. Derek Jeter in the brown outfit. <laughs> Derek Jeter's not putting that outfit on. <laughs> if Derek Jeter wants to drive for UPS, he's going to do it in Yankee pinstripes. <laughs> right. Imagine him walking up to the door. If I was an Amazon driver, I'd want one of the actual Amazon vans. You know, sometimes people are driving around in, in their like, own car. Or, yeah, in their own car or like a budget yeah. rental van. Yeah, sure. Give me the real Amazon Well, I think that van. depends on the independent owner you're working for. If they have enough of the vans, I think. Yeah. But we looked into that. I'm not sure. I don't know how that works. Oh, is that who gets the van and who doesn't? Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Hmm. Anyway, we got to take a break. What? When we come back, some audio that will blow Al's mind. Oh, really? Probably not, but I mean... Who is it of? You'll see. Okay. Chill out. (laughs) Well, we'll do that next, and then Boomer and Geo at the top on the fan. Presented by T-Mobile, 
the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now, this is sad to This is not mind-blowing audio. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like this. Uh, Foo Fighters canceled their Grammys yeah, appearance. Of course they did. Well, we thought they might do like uh, Dave Grohl solo acoustic uh, sad mm. guitar music. But uh, no, they're canceling. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, that is a tough one. Taylor Hawkins, what was that, three, four nights ago? Whatever yeah, it was, Sunday night? I think maybe Sunday night. Might have been Sunday night. Yeah. So very, very difficult. I want to play something for What's, you. It's mind-blowing. This audio is going to be so shocking, Jerry. It's it's not shocking. It's actually par for the course. I think the video is better, oh, personally. Right? So you've heard of DK Metcalf. I have heard of him. All right. So he's very popular right now because yes. some teams might want to try and trade for him. Everyone on uh, the Jets. Yeah, all the Jets fans want him here. So he does, it's called a podcast, but it's one of these podcasts that's kind of real, like Rogan's podcast you can watch on Spotify, yes. which is neat. Um, Kevin Garnett, uh, not uh, Kevin Garnett, his too, but uh, Kevin Durant's podcast, the ETC podcast, you can watch on YouTube if you want. You don't have to just listen to it. And Kevin Garnett does this KG certified quote-unquote podcast that's I think has something to do with Showtime, but you can watch it on his YouTube channel. So it's actually right. really cool. Are his guests in person, or are they? Yeah. They are. So Metcalf is sitting with him in nice. the living room, studio, whatever it is, and they're going over just everything and how hard it is to be an NFL football player. They get through all this conversation about Russell Wilson and being a leader and blah, 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 blah. And then Garnett's talking about how he misses like playing pro sports and the routine and the working out. And then, unfortunately, you can't see it, but you can visualize it because he asks a question that he's thinking he's going to get an Al Dukes type of diet response. Okay. So what are you eating, that sort of thing? The disgust in his face when you hear the response is hilarious. Talk about how important nutrition is. I'm probably the worst person to ask that. (laughs) Dog, are you eating eating Popeye's, churches? You from the sip, too. I know you be eating coon soup. Yeah, that's some shit. I'm a candy type person. Um, What? I eat one meal a day, drink one coffee, and eat like three, four bags of candy. And then there's a pause of like eight seconds to where he is just disgusted with him. I can't believe what he's hearing. And then Metcalf goes into the whole routine, which to me, I don't know. I don't know how you are not starving all day. Yeah. I don't get that either. He doesn't eat when he wakes up. He goes right to the gym. Then he will drink some water and then work out again. So he gets two workouts in before one o'clock. Then at one o'clock, he gets the coffee. And the candy at 4, he eats dinner at 9 p.m. That's the only meal. And the candy he's eating, because I looked up some of this, uh, Skittles, Lifesavers. Lifesaver gummies. Oh, yeah, Lifesaver gummies. So he likes the fruity candy. He likes the fruit. Yeah, he didn't say anything about, like, you know, Reese's peanut butter cups or Hershey, none of that. He likes the the gummies. That's the kind of a candy Craig likes in the afternoon. Like when Craig used to eat candy in the morning, it was always, like, the fruity stuff. Skittles, Chuckles. Well, that's where Spike uh, took a shot and lost. He got an entire bin full, a cabinet full of yeah. Sour Patch Kids. Craig walked in and said, I don't eat those. Oh, I would have <laughs> thought he was a Sour Patch Kid. So would I. but And so did Spike. He was wrong. And doesn't Mech have, like a, have an 18-pack? I mean, some They all crazy... do. But even but Chad like... Ochocinco, though, we, he used to talk about going through the drive-thru at McDonald's three times a day. Yeah, three meals a day. When you're working out, as much as they are, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. When they stop playing, 
that's when all of a sudden the six pack turns to a two pack into a what I look like, um, and because all of a sudden they're not burning four or five thousand calories a day. You would think though it's even bad for his energy levels, right? The sugars, sure, all those sugars eating all the. When he says like bags of Skittles, in my head I'm picturing like big bags of Skittles. Maybe he's just saying the the single serve. It might like, be. Did you go up to the corner store, Jerry, and get your. Your, your bag of Skittles. He did not uh, elaborate on that, at least not the part I watched. But he was the coffee first, then the candy, then the meal. Well, they say the coffee it could be a yeah, appetite suppressant. Yeah, it doesn't. It works for a short time for me. Yeah, five minutes. <laughs> I really, there's, I, I just have a tremendous appetite. Yeah, I, it's it's not easy. What was your go to candy when you were a kid? If you if you if your mom was going to take you to the candy store, Swedish Fish. Those things Still is. hurt my teeth. Yeah, I know. I have actually had good teeth, so it doesn't bother me. I love Swedish. Fish. What part hurt? Like, I actually asked the dentist this because I, I don't have uh, cavities that need to be filled. But if I eat Swedish fish in particular, my teeth hurt. Hmm. And the dentist uh, told me that uh, my receding gum line from brushing too hard, the sugar gets into the under the gum and oh. hurts. Well, that sucks. So Swedish fish is painful for me. For you. Yeah. That's why you, you stick with it. The, I do. Swedish fish for... When you would go to... Remember in the mall, they used to have the, the candy set up in the middle of the... Of the hall... The, the carry... What, the, the corridor. You oh, know, like yeah. when you're walking and then yes. you could get the little shovel. Yes. And they would do it by the pound. <laughs> that was it every time. Swedish fish. And it was cool because when you would go to the store, you'd get the Swedish fish. They'd only be red. But when you went to the little candy vendor... Mixed colors. Right. And that was always, the yellow one was always kind of tasty. You can get a green, Swedish fish. Yes, absolutely. Orange. No question. That mm. was my go-to. And then try, I do love a good Reese's peanut butter cup. Though. Yeah. Oh, me too. I Pretty love good. it. I love it. The uh, chunky bar always seemed like it was small, but it was thick, Jerry. A lot of chocolate. Right. It was small and thick. You could get a longer, thinner. You're used to small and thin. <laughs> Right, both of those. <laughs> you went thinner like Nestle Crunch, long but very thin. Very Not true. satisfying. Yes. Chunky bar. Looks small. I always went Twix because I felt like I was getting two, getting two bars yeah. for the price of one. Two candy bars for the price of one. Well, now they now they say Snickers. That's like a meal. <laughs> that's yeah, your, just have your, that's meal. your meal replacement these days. Right, a Snickers bar. <laughs> I see, Jerry, that Shaheen Holloway was introduced uh, at Seton Hall. In a very cool moment. His whole team was there. That is cool. And he got a standing ovation. Even that dude with the mustache? Yes. He they was were, there? I think 15 of his players were there, and he introduced them, which was great, which was cool. And everyone was cheering like crazy. Then he asked for, you can do a little better. And they gave them a standing ovation, had the kids stand up. I'm telling you, they were actually excited for him. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Me neither. That would be like, I don't know. So if Todd Bowles left the Bucks. After a big run and came back to the Jets, all the Bucks would come to his press conference. So weird. Yeah. I've, I've never seen that before. Yeah, it is very strange, but very nice to be uh, supported, Jerry. Yeah, no, I think it's great. Hey, good for you. Hey, Shaheen Holloway. A good hey, for good you. for you, yes. A good for you. Absolutely. And you see that the uh, Nets and Knicks, Jerry, next week they play on uh, ESPN, Nets-Knicks. But on ESPN2, so the regular game is going to be on ESPN. On ESPN2... They're doing a retrocast as a way to celebrate the 75th anniversary of the NBA. They're going to have the beginning of it's going to be in black and white. 
They're going to use graphics from the 60s. That's cool. Then graphics from the 70s. And is it going to be on tape delay? It will not be on tape delay. It will be live. Then they're going to have graphics from the 80s, my era, Jerry. And then the 90s. Then the 90s. I actually think this is a great idea. Yeah, I love it. Now, I wouldn't want this for every game, but for one game, I would watch this. The, I, was, the, I think Awful Announcing had this where I was reading it, and uh, they were saying the one thing that they wish they did was wear older uniforms. Okay. Because they're wearing their, their, their current. The regular ones? Yeah, their current uniforms. I think that's a tremendous idea. And they're going to have guests on that second broadcast uh uh, historical figures from the NBA throughout the years. That's great. Yeah. I like the black and white part of it. I the think that's really I intro. think that's really cool. Yeah, like are they going to put a portion of the game in black and white? I think the the opening is going to be the in opening? black and white. Yeah, and then as the game goes on, they're they're going to progress through the decades. I that's awesome. That is very cool. It is cool like when you watch anything on uh, like YouTube, old NFL sure. games, highlights it. When they put up the graphics, they are so basic yeah. compared to what we have now. And we thought it was awesome. Right. Because it's all we knew. All we needed was, right. Like, you got to think, like, they didn't even, they wouldn't even put on the TV. Would they put even, like, what down it was? Um, I remember in the 80s, I felt like on the bottom, you would have, you know, first and 10. Yeah. But I don't. That's pretty specific. We definitely really didn't remember. get that yellow line telling us uh, where the no. first down marker was. Or did we have running scores from around the league until, right. I think, was Fox the ones that first started that? Where they put the, the box in the bug. top right corner? I feel like they were the ones that started that. I could be wrong about that. They but invented I, that? I thought they did. And then, uh, real quick, do we have a minute or no? We still good? Yes or no? Not really. Okay. <laughs> when we come back, yeah. you've got... A legendary broadcaster talking about the importance yes. or not importance yes, of broadcast or something I've been mentioning yes. for years. Uh, so I'm in line with it. Right, quick break. When we come back, we'll do that. And then Boomer and Geo uh, on the fan. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence, Tiger Woods. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. A couple more minutes. We'll get you to a football Friday. Well, there's no football, but Boomer and Gio are here on a Friday, so that's kind of cool. Uh, give me this broadcaster story because I love it. So Greg Gumbel, Jerry, he was on the uh, SI Sports Media podcast with Jimmy Traina. He gets a lot of good guests, by the way, that Jimmy yeah, he Yes, he does. He does. And uh, Greg Gumbel, was, they were talking about uh, how much money all these broadcasters are getting, and Greg Gumbel echoed your point, Jerry, that... Uh, he doesn't watch games because of a broadcast. No one does. And then I, this was a good point, which I don't know why I never thought of. But he said, like, the best broadcasters, those guys get the best games. Yes. So, of, of course, they're going to get the memorable, memorable games that get replayed over and over again, the highlights. Exactly. So they're going to sound the best because of that. Yeah. Let me Wake me up the next time that Nance and Romo do Jaguars-Texans. Right. I mean, I, come yeah. on. I don't know how why I never thought of that, Jerry. That they get the I best games. And so guess why? what? We tune in for the good games. Yes. Now he did say that a broadcaster could turn him off and he would yeah, shut the sure. game off. 
Mm, it depends on your level of fandom for that game. Right. But like, if you're a diehard Jet fan, yeah, you're, you're not turning the game off, even if you don't like the announcer. You're just right. not. You might turn the sound down and try and figure it out with the radio call, but you're not turning the game off. I have never done that, where I turn the sound down and try to put the radio on. That's never even crossed my mind. Mm, because isn't it like that? not the timing Probably would be not. off? Uh, it depends. Right now, the way you can pause your TV, you can actually make it work. What about this idea, Jerry? Simulcast red zone audio on TV. I mean, on, Say what? on radio. Take the red zone. You could do that, I suppose. But what, that's like NFL in action. We used to do that with Ed Coleman. Do we still do that? We don't do that anymore? Let's bring it back. That, so that was that was like red zone before there was red zone. Yeah. He used to go from game to game to game, Ow. and they used to have reporters. Oh, he, he would go around with uh, take difficult. Yeah, you'd have a reporter at every stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did that a couple times when I was in Tampa. You were a stringer. I was a stringer. And you do live reports? Yes. Give me all right, give me an example of a all right, so but it was Buccaneers, right? <laughs> it was Buccaneers, yeah. Buccaneers Saints. We hear there's a scoring update. We go live to Al Duke. Who talks like this? <laughs> a Trent Dilfer threw a swing pass to Warwick Dunn, who took it eighty yards for the score. Buccaneers lead fourteen seven here at Raymond James Stadium. Back to you guys. That is good. That's concise. Yeah, concise. That's quick. I did WBZ in Boston. I did the, the Sid Rosenberg show on CBS Sports Internet. Whatever the hell that was. He was on like CBS Spectacular Sports, Sports Line Internet. Did you get paid? I did get paid. They paid you? Yeah. Were you ever on fan with Ed Coleman? No. I never got to do fan. You know who got to do fan? The guy who was the voice of the Orlando Magic in the stadium. Shaquille O'Neal. The PA announcer. Yeah, that guy would, would do stringer work for... Uh, WFN. He had a microphone flag and everything. Really? Paul Porter was his name. Yes, I remember Paul <laughs> Porter. Holy crap, that's funny. Look at that. I never knew you were. I knew you would cover games yeah. and go in the locker room and just stand away with the microphone. Yeah. I didn't know you actually talked. Oh, oh yeah, no, I'd have. I get so nervous before I would do it because I thought everyone was looking at me. Oh, you did it from the box, from yeah, the press from box. The box. Yeah, that's WFAN and WFAN FM and HD One New York, an Odyssey station.